right, we are here. We are here. All right. So good thing. Uh, good news with me being a condo owner now. I have progressed to like shopping as an adult now. So I went to Ikea for the first time in my life. Ooh. And let me tell you, I, I proceeded to get lost. Uh, so yeah, I'm surprised you made it out. <laughs> I couldn't find my way. And I was scared that I would have to like, you know, go to the the one of the clerks and have them call my people in order to get me out and find me. But with that, I was thinking, if we went to both of what's Ikea, what kind of video game level slash racing mode would you be able to create? Ooh, ooh, man. It'd it be, could be real or it could be custom. Oh, no, it's a full custom shenanigans, all right? Like, I'm going to have, like, a full racetrack with, like, portals to different parts of Ikea, right? Oh. That, and, like, if you are unable to find the next portal out, you're just stuck there forever until you do. And the real winner is who can get out first. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, with that, you'd have, like, a level all about bookshelves and like you're driving up on the bookshelves you have a whole level about plants and you're basically in a whole forest or you have a whole level about uh the ikea food because uh like you in the kitchen straight chefing but yeah. but yeah i man that is that's is a great question because oh yeah i can see the see the calamity this is gonna be mario maker turned uh mario Kart. <laughs> i like that i like that <laughs> yeah definitely the the kitchen and like the living room spaces oh that'd be fun all right so i'm demetrius and i'm demetrius and me and me presents the blurred city podcast all right so we are hitting you up with the season two finale this is essentially a bonus episode because well past two episodes are going to be bonus episodes because we were going to wrap up but we decided to like give you give you something special you know super mario brothers review that's been uh something that's really big and we just decided we wanted to hit you off before we ended season two another shout out that i wanted to do to another country brussels and belgium brussels belgium listeners going crazy there i am completely surprised you know yeah, everything. I, I'm, I, thanks, thanks so much. So before we get into our review, we're, we're going to get into that legal spiegel. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. So the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. All right. So as usual, whenever we record, we record early. Uh, so like usually on the weekends, and obviously things drop immediately after we get done recording before the episode so a lot of stuff dropped uh, over the past week right before the episode and then some things especially today dropped we recording friday on good friday that we are going to get to so with this we're going to get into what's hot so speed running through it spider-man across the spider-verse uh, trailer two dropped Oh boy, Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. I am so excited, man. Mayday um, Parker? Yes, I am so excited for that. Um, that's gonna be like my movie of the summer potentially. We got Blue Beetle that dropped Miguel out here chefing it up. Blue Beetle Jaime is one of my Blue Beetle is actually one of my favorite uh like designs and characters. I think it's like really cool, even though it is a relatively new character. Uh anything with that? Yeah, I really, yeah, like Blue Beetle, I really like him as a character. I kind of treat him as like DC's Venom, 
mm-hmm. in the sense of like it's an alien bonded with a person to give them tremendous power. I mean, it's obviously Venom all day, but uh, <laughs> the fact of the matter is that this man created a whole Buster Sword in the trailer that, that had me wheezing. I'm like, <laughs> no way. All right, but, but yeah. yeah. And keeping it up, Secret Invasion dropped literally that same Monday after we got done recording. So looking forward to Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson about to put on a show. Um, keeping it up, just a few other things. Barbie trailer dropped. And hear me out, Meech. This is either going to be the most meme-worthy cult movie of cult classic of all time, or it's going to be a dumpster fire. And I'm so excited either way for it. You want to know something? I was in the theater and I saw this trailer. I'm like, I would unironically go to the theater and watch this. I would honestly, honest to God, I will go and watch this movie. That is how I'm like, like you see those memes where yes. it's, like, it's like, let me get one ticket to see Barbie. And it shows like the most masculine guy possible. That's going to be me. Bro, I see. I'm seeing all the memes with like the "This is Barbie" with like the people, and then it has like the thing. <laughs> when I saw Will Ferrell, I was like, "Okay, I might. I would have to see it with people, but I might give it a chance." So, keeping it going, uh, we literally talked about last week, uh, like just like remakes and stuff like that, and taking chances. And then uh, Warner Brothers heard us, and it was like. Let's do a Harry Potter series based on every book, and each season is going to be based on one book. I'm like, boy, no way, boy. You, 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 you send me straight. You gonna send me back to Hogwarts after I didn't conquered Hogwarts in the past? Okay, I know what. Somebody, somebody needs to call up WB because I feel like they they got like a tap on our line. So, oh, we gonna talk about taps on the line when we get to the to the end part of the what's hot. So then we have uh, another thing: HBO Max. We got Barry. The final season is coming out, which I'm super excited for. A few other things: switching over to anime. Demon Slayer is going to be dropping. Essentially, if you've already seen the movie Demon Slayer, technically, for you won't start until the week after. But either way. Uh, we're getting the source with Village Arc. You've told me that it's even better than Entertainment District Arc. I am excited for it. So keeping with that, Dr. Stone dropped. Kanasuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. Yeah. <laughs> the Megamine Arc that I needed. And then I believe next week, Ranking of Kings is coming out. The, the side story. It's sometime in April. Mm-hmm. So excited for that. And then... Oh, one more thing. Shizume, I was going to put in our recommendations for later since like we're wrapping up, but Shizume, the new movie is coming out. It should be coming out this Friday as you hear the podcast. Now, for the big what's hot, Disney is tapping our podcast. They're listening and let's get to the Star Wars talk. All right, here we go. Because as you know, they're doing Star Wars London right now, Star Wars Celebration in London, and a whole bunch of things didn't, didn't drop out of nowhere. So let's start with number one. Ahsoka, yes. or as I like to call it, Star Wars Rebels Season 5, <laughs> because that is literally what that is. We got to see our live-action girl, Sabine. We got to see Chopper, the war criminal himself. Mm-hmm. You got to see Ahsoka being Ahsoka, and we see a bunch of different Dark Jedi or Sith. I don't know who they are, but I, I'm here for it. And we have one of the... Is he an admiral? Oh, oh, nah, nah. This we going beyond Admiral. This is Grand Admiral, Thr- Admiral Thrawn, Grand Admiral. 
You better put some respect on his name. My bad, my bad. Put some respect on his name because he a demon. Oh boy. Like when that you know he gonna be at the round table. Oh yeah. There's no if ands or buts. I want to give it to him right now, but I can't because he ain't <laughs> out yet. Uh, but but yeah, like that that's gonna be lit in August, coming out August this year. Yep, in August of this year, and then also apparently reported to come out this year is Andor season two. Which, as you guys know, was a super, supremely hot series, a supremely hot miniseries, and it's season two is going to lead up all the way through to Rogue One. So picking up where the last season left off, all the way up to Rogue One, and we're going to see all of what Andor did, and we're going to just see more of his character development and what happened throughout. But we didn't get a trailer for that this time yet. And then after that, we also see a new timeline of the of the Star Wars franchise, where you had... The Dawn of the Jedi, the Old Republic, mm-hmm. then the High Republic, and then the prequels, then the OG trilogy, then, as I say, the post-Star uh, Wars OG trilogy, which is like the Mandalorian and whatnot, and then the sequel trilogy, and then the next announcement, which is supposedly takes place 15 years after the sequels, mm-hmm. we have a new movie. Daisy Riz, wow, I cannot speak. Daisy Riz, <laughs> Daisy Ridley returning as Ray Palpatine. Oh no! <laughs> returning as Ray Palpatine to to take over the new Jedi Order, as I like to call it, the new Sith Order. Uh, with fifteen years down the line. She came back and she's here to conquer all all people and all simps. So uh so yeah, I, I hope my boy uh John Boyega's in in here somewhere, <laughs> but we know he's probably not. Uh I this is just wishful thinking, but I I should know better by now. He probably died off screen. I'm sad. Um because you know you know what they do to all of our black characters. Or from from writing, he's chilling with Rose. Who had a random romance together? You know that's not gonna happen. You know that when he burned that bridge, they they gonna burn his character, yeah. literally. Uh, but yeah, like those are some of the main main announcements. Also, 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 just almost forgot is that they established that in 2024 we're getting the acolyte, and they revealed a couple of people who are in the in the show, and Wait, I. I forgot their names, but uh, old boy, main character from Squid Game, he he gonna be in there. So I'm like, hey yo, yeah, what, what is this show? What is the acolyte? And I am here for it because it sounds like to me that because if you're big on your Star Wars lore, the acolyte is like acolyte, Sith acolyte. We going Sith baby? Please, please. Yeah, yeah I'm serious like about the Sith, but okay, but. <laughs> But that I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hush up I'm a hush up right now before I get into a whole Jamie esque daughter of Ferrex X rant. Oh, one other thing, Mandalorian is getting a movie to wrap it up, not not the Disney Plus, but a movie. That's what I heard. Ooh, I didn't see that one yet. That's, that's, that that's going to be beautiful. I heard it was a rumor, but that's that's going to be beautiful. Um, one thing I did want to say with the Mandalorian, uh, is it weird? Uh. I don't understand it. Like, I thought this episode of Mandalorian uh, last week when you're hearing this, people, was like one of the best episodes of Mandalorian 
like produce like I was literally like wanting to like give it a round of applause at in my own apartment and I just see that people are still up and down about it I, I don't get the season I I think it's because they're not getting like enough of the the Mando fix or because like it seemed a bit of kind of like a side uh like a side plot or like a side season it, one that was literally all season one was side missions yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm just trying to get into the mindset of those who are in there. So it's like, okay, so after season two and in which they ate, we ate continuously. Yeah, and yeah. And, yeah. and the fact that and then we ended up starving a bit with a uh, book of Boba Fett un- until until Mando returned for season two point five. Now, yeah. when it came to this season, people are expecting to eat again and eat. Well, and eat I did, but mm-hmm. uh, in terms of other people, it's like expectations. That's the big word. We their expectations got got too high for their own britches, and they're starting to see like, man, why are we going on these different side missions? None of this is contributing to the story, if at all, until like the very end of that episode, when we see our girl uh decide to become the queen of Mandalore. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's just about about it. Even though like I really loved it, especially seeing Mando's uh interaction with the droids. <laughs> that was peak for me. Mm-hmm. Just yes. one kick and it's over. Seeing Lizzo on there was wow. Lizzo and Jack. Ah right. oh, yes. Uh for one more thing with the what's hot, it's back to anime slightly, but there was a teaser for season three of Rising of the Shield Hero. I am hoping season three is much better than season two and we get back to season one form, which is peak. And that's dropping in October of this year. All right. So big news. Uh, We could keep you waiting the entire podcast to uh, hear the news about if we're doing a season three or not. But that is Bush League. So we we promise we get back to you listeners. This has to be a unanimous choice. Meech, what are your thoughts? Oh man, I've been I've been thinking about this one a lot, and uh, and yeah, like a season three, definitely definitely can work in the pipeline. Definitely work in the pipeline. Just uh, just know that it it ain't gonna come uh this quickly. It ain't gonna come like very soon, but because we gonna need this break. But I definitely like a like one to to continue on the journey, if you will. Yes. Uh, so I was absolutely drained this week. And then I was thinking about the pod and I was just like, oh, if we do season three, it's just going to be season three until eternity, essentially. But let's ride this thing until the wheels fall, fall off. Uh, usually you get to go out on your own terms, but, you know, let's keep doing going. So I think just like every group we will not break up unless it's money, pride, or women issues. And considering the fact that you are in your Kirito phase and I am in my Kazuma phase, we should be good. <laughs> and also, I was going to say, like, all right, and this gravy chain is going to continue until inevitably one of us two is going to say something that gets this this podcast canceled in uh, <laughs> the media. And knowing knowing both of us is probably going to be me. We already know the furry community is coming at my neck. So uh, Oh, they heard you. <laughs> they they heard me. They they heard me. They they coming for me. So um it ain't looking good for your boy, especially after last season. Mm, yes. I'm gonna keep my out of pocket ways up and running. 
Yeah, I might get us ended after I talk about one of the scenes in this movie, but let's get it going. So Super Mario Brothers uh, movie review, anything we need to know before we get into the spoiler section? I mean, what else is there that we need to know? It's it's Mario. You know who Mario is. Your grandma knows who Mario is. Your great grandma know who Mario is. Like if if you don't know who Mario is, you literally live under a rock. And I'm sure even Patrick Starr knows who Mario is. So uh, you must be really down tremendous if you can't uh, if you don't know who Mario is. So uh, that that's all you need to know. All right. So just like in the Mario Kart, we're counting down three, two, one. Let's go. All right, so kicking off, Bowser's on his usual op activity, goes to the uh, Penguin Kingdom, and essentially the opening scene is what we see in the very first teaser trailer where he takes out the Penguin Army, gets the Superstar. Uh, so he's happy, excited. Then we go to the real world, which is actually interesting. So uh, Mario and Luigi exist in the real world. World They drop bars in their commercial ad, and we find out that they are, instead of the Super Mario Brothers, the Down Bad Brothers. So they're essentially losers, their plumbing services suck, and they can't really like get jobs. And apparently Mario convinced Luigi to, uh, you know, quit his own steady job to do this. And his parents think he's a loser. Yeah, yeah, this kind of this kind of got got a little little too real for some people, you know, uh, people who like leave their jobs to try to achieve their dreams only for their dad to be like what were you thinking and mario has like some deep deep seated like uh acceptance issues when it comes to his father about that no but then um like when they post up about the you know about their ad with with the biggest of bars uh, mind <laughs> you they end up like getting a getting a call from a pretty wealthy looking family saying for them to like fix their pipes which were you know which were leaking and they come in right <laughs> and you you see like they they have a dog and this dog is built entirely different right because luigi because he has like a special bone and he loves chewing on that bone luigi makes a a pretty critical error which is stepping on the bone and breaking it in half, which caused the dog to stare at him with some pure uh, demon timing. And then they go into the bathroom. Mario ends up fixing the pipe issue. But then the dog walks in with the broken bone, shuts the door and says, run these hands and run these hands. This dog did breaking everything in the bathroom. Mario ends up having to lock the Lock the dog in the shower, but it causes major leaks, which ends up causing the dog to escape and then and then ends up accidentally knocking the dog out the window <laughs> out the 12th story window of their condo. And I really hope this does not happen to you, you new condo owner. Uh, but yes, yeah, so it and then they end up saving the dog. But as soon as the owners come in, they see bathroom is a mess. Dog is pretty much getting drowned in the toilet because Mario's just holding him there. Uh, <laughs> well, really trying to punch him out of it. But but it looks like he was trying to murder that dog. But of course, that's when they become failures and all that. No. Yes. So this is where I have to be careful so the pod doesn't get canceled. This is why I hate dogs. They are needy. <laughs> yes. They are needy creatures, petty, 
just like the dog in the thing, they are annoying. And um, this, I'm a cat person, by the way. So, so with that, <laughs> and I'm a dog person. So, Bro, uh, we we on opposite spectrums. Let me that. tell you something. I I I was doing a, like a walk in the park one day, and this little Chihuahua started barking at me. And I'm a phrase it very kindly. So we, <laughs> that dog was about to. I was about to find out if that dog could fly. So. We gonna we gonna leave it like that. The dog was doing nothing to you. It was barking at me, yipping at my heels, being annoying. Now that is you. What did you do to provoke him? Walking, existing. You see, so if I if that I was the product of a racist owner, that's not the dog's problem. <laughs> it was raised wrong. It was raised wrong because dogs are the pinnacle of goodness. Cats, on the other hand, are pure demon spawn. They just want to destroy everything. You know, I was informed that if you release a single cat into the wild, it will destroy the ecosystem of the wild. And I'm here for it. Let's just say if that dog would have bit me, something would have got punted. So we're we're keeping it moving. We're, we we go into they try to save Brooklyn. Continue. Oh, oh, we ain't making it season three. All right. So it, what ends up happening? Yeah, we go into... Since they see on TV an opportunity to go and save the... To save all of Brooklyn, this is after Dad tells them their disappointment. Uh, Luigi says, "Like, hey, we we do everything together. Like, I'm your brother. I don't think you're a disappointment. All that, you know, boost up Mario's confidence." And they end up going. Well, the entire Brooklyn is flooding because apparently the pipes down in Brooklyn is absolute trash. Uh, I don't I don't have any uh anybody from New York around me right now, so I cannot attest to if this is true or not. But they go into the sewers. They try to crawl across the pipe in order to get to the valve in order to fix it. Of course, it breaks, and then they both fall deeper into the into the depths of the New York sewers. I'm surprised there were no rats at all or any sewer gators. But <laughs> we, we might not have gotten that deep in there. But they find themselves in a little facility where there's a warp uh, pipe. You know, a, a standard Mario War pipe, and what happens? Luigi gets too close, so he gets sucked up immediately. And then Mario, like, he just, he's like, where's Luigi at? Goes down the warp pipe, he also gets sent packing. Yep. And and they go through the warp pipes, then they, they try to hold on to each other, but then they both get separated. Not at birth, but at uh, adulthood. <laughs> so while Mario ends up in the Mushroom Kingdom, Luigi ends up in the Badlands, aka Bowserland. And good heavens, Luigi, he he went through it. I'm not even gonna cap to you, because because mm -hmm. what happens to Luigi is just is just down tremendous. So he ends up like going like he lands there and he immediately comes across some dry bones. And and it, it basically becomes a zombie movie at that point. Like all the <laughs> all the the dry bones in the area just rise up. They they go and chase our boy, and he ends up hiding out in this dark castle. And and he he locks himself in. Unfortunately, he he picked the right castle because the shy guys got to him. Mm -hmm. All right. So speeding along with the plot, we find that uh, Bowser is down bad in this movie. Oh uh, so so <laughs> when we, we're going to talk about that a bit later, but he's got it bad for Peach. Let's just save it like that. So, you know, his goal is that he wants to ask Princess Peach to marry him. Um, 
And with that, since he has the star, they can take over the world together. And if she doesn't agree to it, uh, he will destroy the Mushroom Kingdom, which is signs of a very toxic relationship. People watch for the red flags. Uh, so on the opposite end, Mario, he meets Toad. We're speeding along just like the movie plot did. Meets Toad. They meet the princess. Uh, essentially, Mario wants to go meet Luigi uh, and save him from Bowser. Princess Peach wants to go to the uh, Jungle Kingdom to recruit all of you know the different Kongs to kind of help. Uh, so they tag along. And then uh, Bowser's spies were like, hey, Peach is, Princess Peach is with a human. And we really see how down bad he is because he's just like, wait a minute, she's with a human? Does is he a catch? Does she like him? Uh, what, tell me the information, you know, stalkerish behavior. So when uh, they bring in Luigi and then they find out that he's his brother, <laughs> he's questioning Luigi is like, do princesses really fall for him? And it's like, Luigi is like, <laughs> if they have good taste. So he locks him away puts him with the rest of the penguins and this star that is um <laughs> what's that that star that willow wisp is is in a different place mentally bro bro that that thing just had our entire theater just dying laughing <laughs> he is just he's basically just pure nihilism in human form well, no, not even in human form, <laughs> in star form, because he's talking about, like, oh, yeah, life is only temporary. No, it will be released by the sweet embrace of death. And we're just like, yo! <laughs> and, and every single prisoner is just like, please shut him up. We are depressed <laughs> as is. Bro, when man said hope and time are both constructs, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> But just with that, uh, so essentially they get to the uh, Jungle Kingdom. Peach is like, yo, Cranky Kong, can you please get us um, your army? We got to take out Bowser. Uh, he's like, yo, if you take out my champion, sure, I'll help you out. Then we get DK Donkey Kong. DK Donkey Kong. So, And then this is the part of the movie where I knew that the furries were listening to the podcast and they heard you because with that, there are power ups all around the world in this uh, arena. And Mario doesn't up uh, isn't able to defeat Donkey Kong until he gets to the cat furry. Look, look, he 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 didn't become a furry. Okay, Mario is the is one of the few exceptions to the furry rule. Uh, he did he did not fur become a furry. Like he he not interested in uh in being a whole cat he did not he was not interested in being uh in a relationship in any kind with any animals he was purely and simply fighting for his life i he had every reason to run his, his pockets with what he was given and he was given the cat suit from the mario game from the 3d mario games and ran about and ran donkey kong's pockets so he 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 is fine. He's the one. He's an exception to the rule. All right, that's that's good to hear for that part. Even though there's another furry part. So with that, uh, they move forward. They win. Then they you see that they're whipping on Rainbow Road with the uh, the different carts, which is a really cool scene. And then Bowser, his people hear him, and we see again that he's down bad, which I will talk about more later. <laughs> and he is proposing to his general, who is dressed as Peach. 
And this is after he was on the piano playing a song for Pete <laughs> that he wrote. Uh, so, so his spies tell him that uh, they recruited the Jungle Kingdom. They're on the way. They're taking a shortcut. He's like, yo, get our people. It's op time. Uh, and they just like they get on the Rainbow Road, start snatching them up. Uh, chase ensues again people the plot for this movie is like bang 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 <laughs> so chase ensues uh they essentially blow uh mario and donkey kong off the ro- road and if you've played mario kart before you understand how frustrating it is to fall off rainbow road let's let's just say that this this entire level the, the mario kart portion of the movie was it, it was done almost almost near perfectly uh and all i have to say is to anybody who has ever thrown a blue shell at me, to anybody who has thrown the blue shell at me when I was at the finish line, just know that I still haven't forgiven you. Uh, all your pockets will be ran by me. I will find you, and I will make sure that I will exact vengeance in GTA, of course. There is, but... there is something about that scene. Like, Mario and Donkey Kong weren't first. Peach was. So Peach should have got hit by the blue shell that's how the blue shell works right the leader gets hit yeah but uh but but let's just say that maybe in that moment he, he they did surpass because because mm. if you remember they were on different tracks or different that's parts true. of that's the true. rainbow road track so so peach could have been like maybe behind them at a certain point uh like maybe maybe she was on lap two and they were on lap three that's fair but yeah. yeah, so with that, they get they get knocked up. Knocked up. Knocked Whoa! Up. Whoa! <laughs> oh, it's not the furry! I didn't know you were... That's not a kid's movie anymore. So uh, they get knocked off Rainbow Road into the ocean. Uh, Peach, well, Peach escapes. The rest of the uh, Kongs get snatched up. So Peach makes it back to her city. Uh, she's like, yo, everybody evacuate. Um, so then Bowser, he pulls up. He's like, yo, marry me for the first time. He's able to admit his feelings. And it, it's a terrible proposal. <laughs> so, yeah, but with I've that, he, uh, his, yeah. So with that, he uses his uh, wizard turtle to uh, make Toad suffer. And then she's like, yo, I'll marry you. And I kind of liked how they worked around. Um, Peach was probably one of the standouts of the movie, how they worked around her character of just like getting snatched up. Mario has to save her, um, but her being like in charge of it. And then she only did that because to save Toad. And then we get to the later part where it's like um, she she's like, no, I'm not going to marry you. And she has one of the she has the ice power up. But also in the meantime, uh, Mario and Donkey Kong are able to escape from just like uh, Jonah and the well are able to escape from a giant fish. Uh, so with that, they they come in. So everything confer- converges and Bowser is sacrificing the Kongs, Luigi, and also the penguins into this pit of lava. Yep. So so once that happens, Peach decides to uh, to, to enact her right to refuse the wedding by going full ice queen mode. She pulls out her inner Elsa with the blue suit and all freezes up Bowser and ma- and try, attempts to rescue uh, Luigi and them by freezing the mechanism that's dropping them, and fighting every single Koopa. Like she, she, she was really on one this movie. Uh, and then of course got DK and Mario who are literally just on a war path in <laughs> in Mushroom Kingdom because they are just f- 
fighting and killing every single uh Koopa on Koopa Goomba. It's on site with all of them, and yes. DK gets the firepower, and then Mario he actually ends up getting the Tanuki suit. Yes, from from Mario three the Another the one furry. that. Nah, he 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 won furry. Uh, he he using the power to fly, uh, so he could save he could save Princess Peach. He, cause he is obviously he got the hots for her, um, uh-huh. and she, and her him. But yeah, so yeah, so essentially, like he goes and they they freeing everybody. DK ends up rescuing all the prisoners while uh Luigi was nearly face first in lava. So yeah, so this ain't a loop. Like uh, I hate you, Mario, the creepy pasta, but it's it's actually just him getting saved, and then just moving along, just moving along as at a quick pace. You got like uh Bowser ends up like he he rage quits life and decides to say, all right, Bullet Bill, he gonna go and just end all of them. So so Bullet Bill decides to go and try to destroy the Mushroom Kingdom. Mario ends up uh, smacking it in the eye, causing it to attack him to try to run Mario's pockets, and Mario ends up flying through a warp pipe, but Bullet Bill also went through the warp pipe and caused a massive explosion. He pulled a Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, he did. And that massive explosion ends up creating a kind of black hole which sucked everybody into the real world, into yep. Mario's world. Uh, so Bowser and all the Koopa troops are there, and they're really, and they just want to run Mario's pocket. Bowser actually ends up giving Mario the hands for a bit. Beats my train. Yeah, it 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 was it was not looking good, but then the power of brotherhood starts kicking in. Mm-hmm. Luigi, he he pulls up the bravery face for the first time in this entire movie. And him and Mario managed to acquire the star power. And if you know the power of the star, run these hands, run these hands, run my pockets, run these pockets, give me your money, Bowser, run these hands, run these hands. And yes, they end up pulling full Dragon Ball Z. They went Super Saiyan, both of them, and gave him a two piece Tuesday. A three-piece yes. Wednesday, a four-piece Thursday, and a twelve-piece Friday, with a common rider kick to end him <laughs> at the very end. Absolutely. And, and, and just to end it off, Peach ends up giving a defeated Bowser a blue mushroom, which ends up shrinking him to the size of an actual turtle, mm-hmm. pet turtle, and and then at the end, like all of Brooklyn ends up celebrating Mario and Luigi as actual heroes. And then, mm-hmm. and if it was me personally, I would have ran everybody's pockets who who doubted me. So my dad's pockets, I would have ran. Big if, guy, big Steve, I I would have ran his pockets. Just everybody who doubted me, I would have just gave them a good one too. But hey, Mario's better than me, and that's why I'm not the protagonist of this movie. Cause cause again, I'd be more like a villain. Right. <laughs> But yeah, so at the end of the movie, it turns out like, hey, Mario and Luigi, they they go and try, no, they wake up, it's a new day, they wake up in Mushroom Kingdom, you know, they have a new home there to return to Brooklyn whenever they feel like it, and and of course, Bowser's still simping at the post-credit scene, number one, 
<sighs> he's still simping over Peach. Still wants to get that run back with Mario so he can win Peach's love. And then the next one, the last post credit scene, we get a teaser of my boy who was missing this whole movie. Yoshi! <laughs> my boy Yoshi was not in this movie until Yo, so, so many people left before that part came out in my theater. Yeah, same. I'm just like, shame on y'all. I'm so glad I saw that there were two beforehand. <laughs> hmm Agreed. Agreed. But yeah, that was the movie. Yeah. Very, very straightforward story, uh, which I really appreciate it because, you know, being one half of the Contraband Brothers, I I arrived right when the movie started because I had to uh, procure some uh, treats before watching the movie. So right when I got in my seat, it started. I was like, praise Jesus, I made it in time. So, yeah, um, one thing that we kind of talked about last week with originality, uh, it's just clear that at this point, IP is driving entertainment because I'm hearing stuff about potential Donkey Kong spinoffs, other Super Mario Bro um, movies, and clearly by the sequels that they're going to have that there's going to be other movies. So, like, what what are your thoughts with that? Oh, man, I really do like uh, these new projects. Again, I'm waiting for the Super Smash Bros. Cinematic Universe. Uh, like, you already got Detective Pikachu. You already got Sonic. Like, come come on. And now you got Mario Bros. Come on now. It's it's easy. It's easy. Just wrap it up. Just give <laughs> us a, a Metroid movie and then give us a Legend of Zelda movie. That, and, and, then give, yeah, and then give us a Kirby movie. And that's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. Like that Kirby movie gonna be hard to do. Look, just make it like Detective Pete. No, make it like Mario Bros. Make it like mm. Mario Bros. And you'll be set. You'll be fine. But yeah, but yeah, that that would go hard. That is like my main thing. And yeah, this was a just great fun movie. Nice, nice. I, I see. It's so straight line. I don't know what else like you want to pull away from it because we're gonna talk about the down badness of Bowser later. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just like, th- that was pretty much the main thing I just got out of this movie is just how <laughs> down bad people can get. Yes. And I knew that lesson already. So what video games would you like to see adapted as movies next? Uh, I already mentioned it before with a Legend of Zelda movie, a Kirby movie, a Metroid movie, a Super Smash Bros movie. Come on now. But, uh... But yeah, like if you want to think like another game series, uh, psh, let me let me think, let me think about that for like <laughs> Here go. seconds. Um, uh, let me look in the catalog. Let me look in the catalog. I mean, we already got Last of Us, so we're already winning there. I got um, one for you. Oh wait, I got one too. Detroit Become Human. Woo! That has to be a TV series, though. That has to be a TV yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> adapt that as a TV series. That would go dummy. That's world. Good is Westworld. Yes. Uh, one that I have, it, I feel like it might have to be a TV series too, but I think it could work as a movie. Red Dead Redemption. Ooh. That would be peak. Like, because like, you know, Yellowstone and stuff like that is like a pocket of people that talk about it. Uh, but Red Dead Redemption would be, whoo, when it got to that ending, boy, there'd be people Nobody ready to fight. Ready. Nobody would be ready for that ending. Yeah, wait for season two of uh, The Last of Us, people. (laughs) You thought people had hate in season one for certain episodes? Season two? Boy. Nobody, nobody, nobody ready for that. Nobody ready for that. Boy. Nobody ready for that. Nobody ready. 
I felt I feel bad for whoever gets to play that character. Mm-hmm. Because that's gonna actually be really annoying. The uh the hate that they're gonna get. Oh yeah, it's like it's like if you get cast in that role, like you you done for. You, you know what time it is. Like you 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 want you assume the risks. Yes. Uh so with that, only other I feel like Call of Duty might kind of work, but Call of Duty like itself is already a movie in a sense. Yeah. Unless you do zombies. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Because also, uh, yeah, and I was thinking about this, like another video game that needed an adaption. And then I realized, oh, wait, we didn't announce this, but they released like a first teaser teaser image of the Five Nights at Freddy's movie adaptation. Yes, yes. So that's already happening. There's already a parody as well with the um the Nick Cage one. I forgot what it's called. It's like Lucky Willy's Wonder, yeah. Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> so, but yeah, that would definitely be a, a interesting one. Another one that I thought of, I I don't know if God of War is already in the works, but it's like been talked about. It's been talked about, but I I never saw anything confirmed. Like nothing confirmed because we already talked about it last well two weeks ago. Ghost of Tsushima is getting a movie, which oh uh, a series got announced back Ooh. in december nice so i'm looking forward to that for uh god of war by amazon prime oh yes we talked about oh that's gonna be peak <laughs> that's gonna be peak all right so with that i guess we can get straight into awards yes we can we shall can All right, so for the first award, uh, we have Music for the Soul. This hasn't been handed out since uh, Season 1, Thor, Love, and Thunder episode. This soundtrack is incredible. Like, I, I when I was there, I was like, yo, James Gunn must be in charge of this. <laughs> tied into this movie somehow because this, this soundtrack is going crazy. So whoever curated the music for this, Music for the Soul, come get your award. Mm-hmm. Cause you you just decide to say, you know what? There's no need to improve upon perfection. Let's just pull the, the music from the actual games just and just plop it in. Mm-hmm. Like people, people will know. But all right, so for mine, it's gonna be I did a thing. And this award goes to a character who does absolutely nothing this whole movie. And it has to be a named character, giving it to Toad. Toad like for for all you've for all you claim to do like you claim to protect the princess peach to be your guardian yet the first chance you had to protect her you folded or more like she folded and you didn't stop her so toad i'm sorry to say but you you got you got to get this award sir I'm not going to lie. He kind of suffered from the arrows. It was either season three or se- it was season four of Arrow when they fought Damien Dart. <laughs> and every time they fought him, he just used the force. And that was the end of the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Toad, Toad got, got done dirty. All right. So I'm switching the order of the awards because when I hand out my next one, it has to be a therapy session. So we're going to op of the year. Yep. Bowser. Mm-hmm. It can be no other person. Mm-hmm. He's been the op. For minimum 30 years, 40 to 50, maybe. And realistically, uh, Bowser's been around uh, throughout the entire movie. He embodies just the epitome of an op 
you're minding your business and then he assumes that someone is his girl. This is actually dangerous people. Uh, but he assumes someone's his girl is like, yo, why are you talking to my girl? And just like opping on Mario on site. So Bowser, come get the op of the year. Yep, yep. No, no other, nothing else to say. But for my next award, it's the Going Super Saiyan Award, where a character develops a second wind and gains a power up to go and defeat their foe. This has to go to none other than to the Super Mario Brothers themselves, Mario, Luigi. They both decide to get that superstar. So they both went hyper mode. They went Super Saiyan. They went Super Plumber. Super Italian and gave Bowser every single ounce of the beats. It was it was pure it was pure bliss. And so you guys just you you have to get this award. Just just take this. All right. For our next award, originally it's a new one. Originally it was going to be the down bad award, but this person was down tremendous in this movie. If you're listening and you have kids in the car or wherever you're listening at with you, um, just to skip ahead, please. If you're a kid, skip ahead. So Bowser, let's get on the couch real quick, because in this movie, this you were like one step above barking like a dog and two steps above getting stepped on as pleasure. You were down tremendous in this movie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Let's let's talk about them. Bowser, sir, sir, first of all, the fact that you were you were out here fiending, you 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 had Mario as an op only because he because you knew that Peach was 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 crushing on him. That's and the fact that loosely, you loosely, loosely crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very loose. Like he didn't even know. All he heard, all he heard was his spies like, oh yeah, some random mustache man is traveling with Peach. And he just assumed the worst. He assumed the worst possible scenario was ready to kill this man. He was ready to kill. That he did not know. He did not even know who he was. It could have been her brother. It could have been any of that. But no, she. he just assumed. It's like, nope, run, run them hands. And and also let's just let's talk about about the piano. Let's just talk about I all the songs. This. Just oh my goodness! I mean, I can understand you know dipping into your art creativity bag for someone you like. You know, I wrote poetry for for people before, but this the the song itself and other stuff was just worrisome. Let's let's just, see this. This is a man who gives me strong. Strong stalker vibes, like yeah, like he. Wait, wait, you like you, the show. Let's talk about it. Well, let's yes, let's talk about this. All right, this man is not like full Joe Goldberg levels yet. He like maybe two, three tiers below that because. Joe's methodical. Bowser, he literally just does it. Yes. Like, like there is nothing scarier than a smart villain. He is more emotion driven. Mm-hmm. Like, like if like he's like, oh, like, oh, so she trying to she trying to stop. Oh, wait, he, he trying to he trying to get between me and Pete. Kill him. 
<laughs> like that is it. Yeah. And like just no methodology. Like, do whatever you have to in order to kill him. Or like, and then all the attempts, like all the preparation he was making to make the declaration of love. Do you not realize him making his wizard dress up as Peach? That's 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 down bad. Or like, hey, 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 let me practice these lines on you. Yeah. You know no. it's you know it's bad when his own Koopa troops were like, wait, what? <laughs> Yo, he was in his dingy face. <laughs> the down bad devil. Nah, he not nah, he 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 ain't as bad as down bad Shinji. All right, Dingy, my bad. Dingy is the downest of the bad. Like no, like he set the bar so low, yeah, that it is hard to achieve them levels of down badness. But Bowser's not too far behind. <laughs> so Bowser, I'm getting the down tremendous award. We pray that. Oh no, he's oh no, he's being kept as a pet. Mm-hmm. That's not good. <laughs> and in fact, he he ain't escaping either. He ain't escape either. He just in the cell, writing more songs, writing more lyrics. He just said, "Just give me a piano and let Peach visit me every hour." I'll Wait, be good. that means he's at the dog barking like a dog face. <laughs> but do you think if she says, "Hey, Bowser, bark," would he? Oh wait, no! Nah, I just answered my own question. <laughs> I just answered my own question. He did. He was It's a pet. Oh no! Bowser, oh, he, might, he might be. He might almost be there. He's almost. <laughs> oh no! Oh Bowser, uh, we're sorry, man. Come, I don't know whether to applaud you or boo you. <laughs> just get this. Get off the stage. Just, just get off the stage, you down tremendous, down horrendous, down bad, down diabolical being. That ain't even right, Matt. All right, so now we can move into the tiers of the movie. All right. So for our tiers, we got the F tier, which is Luigi's Circuit. And yes, we're going based off Mario Kart levels. For our D tier, you got Baby Park, because who likes Baby Park? For our... C tier, we got it says Moo Moo Farm. For our B tier, Mushroom City. A tier is Bowser's Castle. But then the S of the S, the top of the top tier, Rainbow Road. So Demetrius, what are you giving this movie? All right. So based on our conversation, this might catch some listeners off guard, but I'm going with C tier Moo Moo Farm. And the reason I say this is because this movie is the definition of okay. By every basis means when I like, like the plot, it just hits. There's no like real character development, which is fine for what it was. It's definitely geared towards kids. So you have to like be aware of that going in. It's definitely geared towards kids. Unlike a Sonic where it's like that is the geared towards kids, but it does like you can pick up on themes, especially like a Sonic 2 where you're picking up that. And then I don't think there's a lot you could pull away from it. Like even with Sonic and Sonic 2, you could go like, Jim Carrey put his foot in that performance and you were like, oh my God, that's a, that's incredible. And then great story. But why I also say that is like, this is where watching anime in the dub is kind of hard. The voice acting in this movie was very inconsistent. It felt like um people were just reading lines in some aspects of it. But another thing just to kind of wrap it up is that for this plot, there is a movie that does the exact same plot much better. Where in terms of this character 
um, is forced into this new world. He has to go and essentially save or travel with a princess. And then the bad guy, he wants to marry the princess. And if you know what I'm saying, they also have a quirky, fast-talking sidekick along the way. And if you know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Shrek. So Shrek <laughs> did this plot much better. Oh, also confirmed, Shrek 5 is in the works. So that's why I say it's a C-tier. It's a perfectly fine movie. If you want to go see it, definitely go see it. It's much better than the horrendous one that was created in the 90s. And yeah, you you will have a good time. It's just not something you should race to go see, in my opinion. Yeah. And for me, right, uh, that's really great points that you brought out. Uh, like, here's my main thing. Like, I viewed the movie in terms of, like, who its target audience was. So, like, would I, would I enjoy this movie as a kid? That's that's fair. And my answer to that is, yes, I would. Mm -hmm. I would enjoy the mess out of this, it, especially if I grew up on Nintendo. And for that, I would have gave, given it a B. As an adult, however, <laughs> as a grown man, and seeing some truly down tremendous activity <laughs> that had me scarred for life, that is seaworthy. In fact, that even leans almost toward, yeah, that leans very seaworthy. So to split the difference for me, I'm giving this a Moo Moo Farm C tier for this that's, one because that's yeah. fair. Again, it's a perfectly fine movie. There is nothing that like I like watched it and it was like offended rather than Bowser's behavior, but there's nothing that I watched. It was just like, yo, this is bad. It was just like, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so that's how I feel about it. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, yeah, this, this is like one of those where, Hey, if we're just, if I'm just with a group of friends and it's like, Hey, you know what? We, we basically seen every movie on this. Hey, let's watch the Mario movie. Mm -hmm. let's, let's watch Mario. Right. Let's just do it. Like that, that'd be something I do. Next. So with that and our review done, let's get to our sponsor for the day. All right. So for today's sponsor, we have ourselves the Mario Circuit. With this sponsor, right, we are able to procure ourselves a special track. You can be able to become the very best go-kart racer like no one ever was. You want to just sit down in your go-kart race on the best tracks facing off against the very best opponents the mushroom kingdom and the jungle kingdom has to offer you can face off against the likes of diddy kong you can face off against donkey you can face off against mario luigi yoshi peach toad daisy baby mario baby luigi we have them all you can even face off against bowser himself now if you want to join this circuit, you have to sign a bunch of waivers. We will be able to provide these waivers to you. Um, it's in, to ensure that you are that we are not liable for any injury, for any crashes, any potential death and falling into lava that may occur, especially if you fall off Rainbow Road. Beware of the blue shell. Beware of the bananas, and come join. The Mario Circuit. Uh, and speaking of which, all the characters, I kind of do want to see a Wario and a Waluigi uh, pop up. That'd be pretty fire. I wonder, like, where would they even come from? I feel like they would have to be real world, right? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that they so much like Mario, Mario and Luigi is like where? alternate, alternate real world. Mm. Oh, all right. Yeah. So moving to our next segment, uh, since. It's one that we did last week in which I got cooked, but it's called Make Your Case. 
it's now a more traditional make your case situation. Uh, so again, if you're a first time listener, ask a few questions. Um, we both just like take up uh, questions and then we defend kind of our points and we make our case. So let's get into it. So first question, what is the best game to movie to movie adaption? Mm. Mm. All right. That's a that's a really tough one because we've been getting kind of screwed over in that department for for decades. All right. Now, in terms of game to movie, I've specified this with game to movie. My one of the best Mortal Kombat. Which one? I know which one you're picking, but for the listeners. For the listeners, I'm picking the OG 90s version. Ooh, interesting. The one that didn't make our bracket. Yes, so here's the reason why. Like, why I prefer that adaption over the recent one. So, sure, in terms of, like, just spectacle and whatnot, the new one has that in spades because, you know, bigger budget and all that. However... I feel like the OG movie captures a lot of the campiness and over the topness that Mortal Kombat as like a game series, which I think was like two movie, two or three movies, two or three games deep at that point. Mm-hmm. Like that movie pretty much encapsulates that. Sure, they kind of uh kind of messed my boy up, my boy Scorpion up with the uh, there, but that. I mean, I'll take that over like, oh yeah, everybody here has superpowers. Um, like, yeah, Kano's a uh, whole eye trick. That's because he has a superpower and not because he literally changed his eye out for a cybernetic one. Um, nope, that's that's neither here nor there. That neither here nor there. But as I said, like for for its time and when it came out, definitely was like the best one of that time. I think the new one leaned into kind of how the games went, where it's more about the fata- gruesome fatalities than like the original. Yeah. So like that one, yeah, the twenty, the twenty twenty one, that one leaned more towards what the newer games were doing. This one leaned more towards what the older games were doing. That's fair. That's fair. For what I think is the best game to movie adaption, I would say Sonic. And then I'm just going to combine Sonic 2 because that was a movie where when that first trailer dropped, people were like, we can't do games to movies anymore. It's over. Sega is done. Sonic is done. There will never be a video game adaption again. And then they, yeah. the studio actually listened. Yeah. They fixed it. And then the story was good. Just like the building of that. Again, like I mentioned, with Jim Carrey, he just pulled, he pulled out everything ace ventura s that we loved originally and just like gave an incredible performance there um and then moving to sonic 2 busting out knuckles and we know how people and tails and we know how people feel about them because you know that was the game that i played the most growing up with the nintendo uh just because like that was the game i had and then i loved playing with tails because he could fly and then moving to the next one and the character that we're about to get in uh the third movie Lord have mercy. I'm surprised you didn't put Silent Hill. Look, listen, I, I love that movie to death. It's just the it's just the fact that that's I, I, I can't jive with the sequel 
<laughs> that's the that's that's why I specifically said the first one and did not say two. I just I just cannot like that the sequel does not exist in my head, but because of the fact that it does, it taints the first one. That's fair. But that's if fair. if it didn't exist, Silent Hill immediately gets number one for me. <laughs> nice. So for the next question, best Nintendo slash Sega mascot Super Smash franchise roster, essentially. I feel like there's only one real answer, and I don't, I wonder if you're gonna get it. There's two actually. I think there's one real answer. Nah, I I hundred I hundred percent think it's two. All right, who it's you got two, but uh, it's like there's the one that's in my heart that I want to say, <laughs> and then there's the one that mentally I know it is. So so I'm gonna just say both. All right. Mm-hmm. For the one that's in my heart, Pikachu. That was the one I had. That was the one I had. Pikachu from Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason I say that there's two, the other is Mario. See, the thing is that when you say Mario, I feel like then you would... Sonic is not to the level of Mario, but he's close enough. I feel like Pikachu is leagues above both. So, he, no, but here's the thing. It's because of the fact that when it comes to Nintendo, right, they pretty much started with Mario. And mm-hmm. because of that, like, and they've rode with Mario since the beginning. Like, like it has has been there from the entire jump. That's it's kind of like clout at this point because he he started at started at the bottom and then he, he rose to the top. Okay. Now now that's not the one I agree with, right? Mm-hmm. I told you in my heart it's Pikachu because you know Pokemon. I'm Pokemon, numbers. Pokemon yes. stays in the cultural zeitgeist. Yes. The fact that grown men are are crying to this day that Ash is gone lets you know that Ash and Pikachu ain't gonna be in the next series. Let you know. The fact that the games are still selling well to this day. The fact that there's a whole dedicated community to opening packs of cards. Nah, give me Pika. Pika. And the and the Detective Pikachu movie came out before the Mario movie and was good. Yeah, on the first try. So Pika P. All right, so the next one: the hardest level in a video game. Oh no, I'm having you go first on that one because I'm I'm about to pull out so much trauma. All right, here we go. So. I had to go back to the uh, to to old school. So people uh, who play video games, young listeners, there was a time where you had to manually save your games every after every level or every time you made a big achievement. There was no such thing as autosave. And also with that, there were also times where if you lost the level, you reverted back all the way to the beginning of a game. So with that, I am going with Mike Tyson knockout because no matter... How many times you beat the lower bosses? If you lost to Mike Tyson, who would usually beat you in two or three punches, you would go back to the beginning of the game every time, no saves whatsoever. So that's what that's what I'm going with. Oh nah. Nah, there's one. Actually, there's two that are even worse than Mike Tyson. Go for it's it. For similar reasons, but <laughs> I'm going with battle toads. Oh my gosh. And specifically the sewer level, mm-hmm. because if you look to all of our new listeners who may not know who Battletoads are, they are basically the rip off Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And in their game, they had a level where in which they they are on speeder bikes 
traveling through the sewer. Now, here's the problem with that, right? The speeders go at like such a quick pace and like you have to dodge obstacles like on there. Thing is, they go so fast that you barely you maybe have like two milliseconds to change directions and to try to dodge. And this is and of course, enemies are firing at you and you still have to avoid them, too, and try to fight that. And of course, there's no saving. There was no saving back then. <laughs> exactly. Like, like this ain't like Mike, where he said, like, oh yeah, you could like manually say no. There was a none. So if you lost, you started at the first level. This is this is the era of arcade gaming where yes, if you lost at that level, you better go run, get some more quarters. You better go ask your mom for more change because uh, otherwise you ain't making it. And the other game that does the same thing to an almost infuriating degree, Ninja Gaiden. The entire game. <sighs> like, yes, I told you I'm pulling out trauma for folks. Yes. Because this is trauma for me as a kid who was in the arcades, who played those, who lost so much money <clears throat> trying to beat these games. And I couldn't. All right. It wasn't until I became a grown man and I and I uh legally was able to play these games in a uh in a emulation manner. <laughs> and I still could barely beat it. Man, nah, nah, get those. Yes. From software. You are you've taken the new century mantle, but before then, because you can at least save before bosses, like they save for you. But yeah, definitely those older games are tough. So final one, the biggest op in video games. Mm, the biggest op. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. There, there are so many options. See, I got two based on franchises. Um, so, uh, but I was splitting hairs, but I'm gonna go with my initial thought because uh, I was thinking Bowser, but I'm going with Dr. Eggman. He was infuriating, like, all the video games, like so many times in Sonic, when I would die because him and the, that floating, floating egg ship that he has just taking me out with rockets and stuff like that were so, so infuriating. Okay, so are we talking about ops to the characters in the games or the ops to you? Whatever you want to take it. Mm, because I would say, like, in terms of op in game, Zeus in uh, God of War. I was thinking that, except the fact that he's not in the new ones. But you're right. That's a good no, one. No, no, no. Like, his influence is still in there. That's fair. That's fair. But play God of War 2 and 3. <laughs> Those two games alone made me hate Zeus with a burning passion. And this is before I knew about the full Greek mythology and just oh. how much of a menace to society zeus actually was it's not but, your disney zeus people nah this this ain't disney zeus at all this, this is uh hbo this is amazon prime zeus because <laughs> yes. he is a demon uh, <laughs> oh man but uh and then the op to you oh the op to me mm, shao khan bro bro talk about it I hate Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn. That, that was easy. That was an easy answer. I'm like, he, he was the opposite of me for all eternity. If I, if I see him, whenever I see Shao Kahn in a game, first fear takes over, but then immediately my fear turns into rage. Yes. And especially I, in Mortal Kombat 12, I, tur I, I made sure I turned that man inside out so many times. 
I forgot which one it was, but when it's like one of the ones where you have to fight him with um who's the bicycle kick one? Liu Kang. Liu Kang. I had to spawn bicycle kick. Spam. Uh, yes, yeah, spam bicycle kick in order to survive. That was in K9. Yes. I remember playing that with like uh my roommate in college and we were getting bodied by this man. Nah, uh, yeah, as I said, we, we busting out trauma for folks. I'm sorry, we're gonna need some therapy afterwards. Uh, but but yeah, opt to all eternity. All right. And one other thing, since uh we did have a semi-mailbag last week, but we 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 missed it because there's just like a lot to talk about. So we're gonna catch up with it this week. Um with that. Our OVA questions. We're going to go through this quickly. So, Mitch, can uh, I have them up? You have them up. Which one do you want us to read it? All right, I'll read them off since you, you did the last session. So, all right. So, the first question for Maran Jojo: We have which video game franchise would you like to see become a movie and or just show? talked about it? Great. Yep, we just talked about it. Uh, I, I, but one that we didn't mention: the Silent Hill franchise is coming back. And I I needs it to be good. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one is what actor or actress would you like to meet? All right. For actor, I have to be true to myself um, and not, you know, be fake like so many other people were. I would like to meet Will Smith. Being perfectly honest, I would like to meet him. Um, I know the whole slap thing, but that was literally like one of his worst moments in life that I got caught on camera. And I was literally talking to a friend today about one of the worst things in life that I did and does not compare to what he did. So, um, yeah, so I definitely would love to meet him for actresses. Oh, a lot of queens that I would like to meet. So I'll I'll leave it at that. Mm, see, yeah, I, I I have like a million and a half list of like who I'd want to meet between. Hey, I guess like in terms of actors, of course, like I'd want to meet like Hayden Christensen uh, as well as, you know, people like. Jonathan Majors, Michael B. Jordan. Yes, I still want to be Jonathan Majors. I don't care about the allegations. We're still monitoring the situation, people. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still monitoring. I don't care. Cancel me all you want. I, I'm, oh, I Keanu Reeves. I want to meet Keanu Reeves. Oh, yep, yep. I was gonna mention him next. Like Keanu Reeves, I, I needs, I needs to meet, meet my boy. He, he wholesome. I need to give him a hug. Uh, but yeah, in terms of actresses, as you said, bunch of queens. Angela Bassett, you, yep. you you gotta Viola Davis. We 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 got we gotta link up, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's there's too many for me to to even speak on. <laughs> I I was about to go out go real out of pocket. I, I was about to hit some down tremendous status. I was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm stopping right now. I'm stopping right now before y'all get me. You see why I stopped? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Next next question. Next question. Yep. Moving on. Moving on. So. From the Comic-Con y'all went to last year, I don't know if you guys are planning on going to one this year. What's something y'all want to do differently this year that you guys didn't do last year? Oh, well, I went to two cons uh, last year. Um, I you I know you went to at least two. Um, I don't know if you went to any more. Uh, so. Well, I went to the same ones you did. Yeah, I know. So I was just saying, I don't know if you went to any more. But one thing. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. So uh, one thing I would like to do is that we're planning on doing is a group group cosplay idea, which we kind of have it in the works. uh, So that's going to be fun. Something else just like meeting more people and different. And I think just like uh, 
with the dream con that we're going to, that's the opportunity. I, even though I might not be a let in after, after the rant I did, but dream con just meeting different people, getting to link up um, in different aspects of that. Um, being outside of myself is something that I definitely want to do. Well, I'm going to definitely spend money <laughs> irresponsibly during all of these, but that's definitely something I want to do is just link up with more people, chat, um, talk to people about their costumes and just fandoms and stuff like that and grow and connect. Yeah. And then for me, yeah, I'm going to be able to go to different cons because of Saber Guild uh, and the fact that I am now officially going to be a Jedi and officially have my costume ready. Uh, so I'm going to be like performing at a lot of different events, which is going to be like severely different from like how I was able to participate before. Now I'm actually part of the cons, which is amazing. But uh, another thing, like, as you said, like, as you said, like linking up, especially at DreamCon, I, I, as a you may not be able to get in, but I, I, I said my piece, and I, I should still be able to get in just fine. Um, but yeah, as I said linking up with more like, you know, like more actors, actresses, YouTubers, fellow streamers, bloggers, all that. And actually, one thing I do want to do is actually vlog like our trips, like vlog those uh, attempts. Like, hey, actually have like a camera and just go around, like, hey. Like we're vlogging, let you guys in on like my inner thoughts, my inner workings, and my inner machinations as a total madman as I completely nerd out to all eternity. Yeah. And then not even just like uh podcasters or whatever, but just normal blurs and nerds just like us. Um, because we're all there for a reason in our enjoyment of fandom. So except for furries. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, oh we no, gonna meet fur some furries. I know we are. Oh, I say furries. You know what time it is. I still don't know, thankfully, what a four, four, five, or whatever number sequence. Oh, 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 you, oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to explain that to you off camera. <laughs> uh, it, it ain't something like like this is not something for the kids. <laughs> this, this is more from a, a challenge review to not one that is. So with that, we're wrapping up our episode. It's a quick one. The Mario movie. It's really quick. Again. If you have kids, definitely go see it. If you have free time, go see it whenever you're ready to see it. Um, so with that, we're going to get into our recommendations for what we got um, moving forward until we decide to come back. Yeah, so in terms of just things coming out, like, hey, as I said, watch Mandalorian, watch uh, any Star Wars show that's coming out, and watch some of the older stuff that's already out, uh, especially in preparation for the, all the new stuff that's coming out. Uh, and then in terms of just personal projects for mine, as I said, like, I got the Rogue Jai 21, which is my TikTok page. Uh, I'm probably going to be able to like post more content on there. And I'm thinking about like using that platform to chronicle like some of my practices as a Jedi, like all my maneuvers and what I'd be able to like teach y'all like, hey, this is how you're able to hold a lightsaber. This is how you're able to like swing and do all of that jazz. So that may be something I might I'm contemplating doing. Uh, and of course, there's the gaming channel as well. Uh, that we that we may be working on yes look out for survivor that might be a bit too early considering things but definitely when that spider-man drops get ready people Ooh, it, all right it's gonna be over it's gonna be over for for my social life for recommendations i have just to stick with gaming obviously sonic sonic 2 but other thing suzume that might be a tearjerker I'm, I'm excited we gotta get the squad and go to see that one I'm excited for going to see movies just for the fun of it and not doing reviews so I can just like take it in. Evil Dead Rise, that's something that I need to be right next to you with. I will be hiding underneath a blanket for parts of it. No, you um, won't. 
Because <laughs> if I you're would... going to be next to me, I'm stripping that blanket from you. If you are going to be watching it, I will hold you open. It's like, watch this. <laughs> Don't clockwork orange me. <laughs> you will get clockwork orange. So you, it's either we're going to do this the easy way or we're going to do this the hard way. The choice is yours. <laughs> So that's one that I'm definitely looking forward to. Bo is Afraid is going to be a movie that I will definitely, I, I want to be there to see it so bad. The director, Ari Oster, I might have said that wrong, but again, director of Hereditary, Midsommar, Bo is Afraid is going to be such a good uh, movie that I'm already hearing things about. Yeah, Star Wars Survivor, as mentioned, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Don't put it in pen for when we get back, but... Put it in pencil. Mm, that's good. Right. That's good. So let's get to the plugs. Yep. So we have our in- Instagram and our Twitter, which is Blurred City 22 Come give us a like. Come follow our pages. And you may get updates on any different projects that we're on. Then we also have ourselves, our YouTube and our Patreon, which is Blurred City Pod. You see, give us a little bit of cheddar and you receive extra content on the Patreon page. Uh, we have ourselves our Discord, which is linked in our Instagram page, and we may be like posting more on there, especially during our break time. And then we also have ourselves our email address, which is blurredcd22 at gmail.com, where you, you can submit different segments, different ideas that we have for a potential season three of the podcast. And then, as I mentioned before, my personal page is the Rogue Jedi 21 on uh, TikTok. And that's where I post free out-of-pocket content and potential other content as well. So that's all I got. Yep. For my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Mitri underscore dash, M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H, my Twitter at the Mad Dash 16. If you want to check out my book, Phantom Pain's the Most Irregular Tale, you can catch that on Amazon. Just finished the first draft for the sequel. Gonna take a quick break, then get straight into editing, hoping to have that done and ready end of this year early 2024 and so, since we have a lot of downtime if you want to check on my fans i hey, yo <laughs> i'm joking wait why why do you have the only fans but i have the feet finder <laughs> we're gonna keep we're gonna truck along people <laughs> listen i need money okay <laughs> All right, words of encouragement. Let's get up out of here. All right, so for my words of encouragement, besides uh, go check out Feet Finder, uh, is the fact that, hey, listen, when it comes to life, life's going to throw throw lots of challenges at you. You're going to get hit left and right. You're going to hit in your chest, your soul plex. You, you're going to get knocked down, right? But like a certain uh, Italian brother once said, you you need to have heart. And if you got heart, and you can rise up to the challenge and you get back on your feet each time you're gonna succeed eventually so keep that tenacity keep that strength and keep that energy when facing through the troubles of life yes for me uh like you mentioned sometimes in life you're going to be whipping down rainbow road and it's going to throw challenges at you sometimes you're going to have those shells in life those banana pills different blocks lightning that hits you makes you much smaller sometimes you might fall off the road but you just got to keep moving truck along learn to take breaks and as long as you're moving forward you're always progressing no matter if things change in life or things get hard things get tough little progress is still progress so with that we're going to leave you for these next few weeks 
It's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye for now. And that's the Blair City Podcast. See ya in season three. Wahoo!